Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Edge Guiding Podcast. I'm Dr. Estella Shavu, and I'm happy to share another Edge Guiding Podcast with you. Our goal at Edge Guiding is to help you champion your human potential in Christ. And we do this through our weekly podcasts, where we share messages God has given to us to share with you. For more information on Edge Got In, go to our website at edgegotin.com and join or join our Edge Got In Facebook page. Today's podcast is titled, How Do We Apply the EIC Method? So today we will define what it looks like to be emotionally intelligent in Christ. I will give you some real-world examples of how the EIC method can be applied. And by doing this, you'll understand more about the method and how we can help you prepare for utilization of it, as well as for the upcoming summer series that we're doing, where we'll have guests and explore, that will explore and share their stories on how they apply the EIC method and how the tool has helped them become more emotional intelligent in Christ in their daily lives. Helping Father, I come to you with thanks and praise. Lord, we live in challenging times filled with uncertainty, depression, hopelessness, and more. Satan attacks us so secretly and quickly that we live by the flesh and not by the spirit. Please help us to do better in this area and use your word and the tools given to us to counteract this attack. Thank you, Lord, for the countless blessings you give us daily, seen and unseen, and for helping us use emotional intelligence in Christ, God-given tool and project to open the hearts of others to respond to and with our emotions as Christ did. Thanks for being our Father, and for the love you continually give us. Amen. Well, again, everyone, I'm Dr. E again, one of the founders of Emotional Intelligence in Christ Project. And in preparation, as I mentioned, for the summer series I'm doing, I wanted to introduce a method to you so you really have a framework of what to expect as you practice the application of this. Also, our guests will be coming on the show and they'll be talking to us and me and you about how they've applied the method and how it's worked in their lives. The goal of emotional in the, this method, the emotional intelligence and crisis method, is for you to become more emotionally intelligent in Christ. And to do this, you have to train yourself to pause, to ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance and insight and to adjust your behavior to be more Christ-like before, before responding to situations, especially some of those stressful ones. So before I begin uh, explaining the method to you, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the difference between EI and EIC. The term emotional intelligence was created by two researchers, Peter Savoy and John Meyer. And they wrote an article about emotional intelligence in the Imagination, Cognition, Cognition and Personality Journal in 1990. Their research found that effectiveness had as much to do with uh, knowing one's emotions and controlling it as it did with 
to, to, as it did with their intellect. So they continued these studies and so did others. And as the studies progressed, they found that although IQ helps solve problems and helps you learn things, having a high emotional intelligence, the EI, helps you build relationships, reduce stress, diffuse conflict, and improve job satisfaction. <clears throat> so this led to EI being more widely used and more a research topic. It led to uh, being, uh, the definition of it being the ability to identify and regulate wants and emotions and understand the emotions of others. So one of the great things in my years of being a professor and trainer on emotional intelligence was that I found that although applying emotional intelligence had great incomes in many situations, I questioned how sustainable it was. So I asked myself as a researcher, what makes uh, uh, or could make EI more sustainable? Because it was a great tool. It was working. It was working for me. It was working for others. But I, I, I often kind of fell off the bandwagon and I saw others do the same. So we, the founders of Emotional Intelligence and the Christ Project, believe that we have now found the answer to that question. And that answer is Christ Jesus. We have come up with a definition of emotional intelligence in Christ as the activation of the Holy Spirit within us to, or within you to discern and manage personal emotions and behaviors in a way that honors God by loving others well as Jesus did. The sustainable aspect of emotional intelligence and in our terms, emotional intelligence in Christ is given to us by Christ and the activation of his Holy Spirit, which activates the, our ability to love. You see, God gives us all we need to be emotionally intelligent by opening us up to heightened awareness of needs, um, by teaching us how to manage our behaviors and our strengths and weaknesses, and he does this through his word. So how does he do this through the EIC method? Well, as with any behavior change, there needs to be a tool or a method that you can use to make that change. So God gave this to us. He entrusted us as the EIC team with the EIC method that allow us us to act as Jesus would, acting in the spirit and not in the flesh. So the EIC method has three phases. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's an encounter, there's an identified behavior, and there's a course correct. And all this leads you to be emotionally intelligent in Christ. So let's talk about the first phase, the encounter. So the encounter can happen anywhere at any time with anyone, and it doesn't occur by accident. It was brought into our lives purposefully, and we must pay attention and be intentional in how we respond to it. The second phase is identified behavior, the I. And this is where we must learn to implement that great pause. 
It takes place between the encounter and your actual response to it. If effectively engaging in this phase will have you respond as Christ would rather than responding out of the flesh. You see, much of how people react depends on a personality styles and their motivations. But still, our ability to pause and practice listening and following the voice of Christ will give us a, and equip us with what we need to have a more profound Christ connection throughout the day. And then there's the last phase, which is the course correct. And this is where you'll build on your reflections from the identified behavior phase and choose to respond with a Christ-centered action. It involves three steps. The first step is to surrendering to God's will. The second step is asking the Holy Spirit to lead you in the right direction, in the proper sequence, and at the right speed. And the third is having applied each step of the ESC method, acting in a way that will bring honor to Christ. So what does this look like in the real world? <laughs> well, I mentioned that the EIC method started with an encounter. An encounter is when something happens to, offer, to us. Sometimes we're not expecting it. Sometimes we are, but it warrants an action or reaction. We are entering relationships all through the day. Um, but are they honest, authentic, and do they recognize the presence of God's in our lives, no matter what the encounter is, bad or good? There's a scripture that says, Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean spirit, and I live among pe people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. That's in Isaiah 6, 5. And this scripture reminds me that God uses some unusual means to bring people to salvation or to get our attention. <clears throat> all over the spirit, and, and I mean all over the scripture, excuse me, Christ's spirit has led us to personal encounters. And we have personal encounters with Jesus. In Luke 7, 11, 17, uh, if you remember the widow of name, whose son died and had an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus, during this encounter, encounter, restored her son to life. We must also remember that an encounter with God looks very different to every person. You're not going to have the same encounter as, as, as your friend might have. For example, your encounter today might be you're at work and you walk into a room where there's a heated discussion on a new product release. And as you enter, the product manager looks at you and yells to everyone, and is this the marketing guru who's supposed to solve all of this? How does that make you feel? Or another encounter could be a person sends you and others a picture of a woman kneeling and praying in church. And you think, wow, how nice. But she mentions that she's dressed in a halter top and shorts, 
and the person's in the picture comment and I don't think she'll get what she wants and her blessings dressed like that in church. Even though this may not directly uh, affect you, it's an encounter and one that if you react or, or say the wrong thing, it could, it, it could offset the beautiful part of this and the beautiful thing this woman is doing by sitting and praying and possibly asking for direction, even maybe in our fashion statement. So applying the E in the EIC method requires us to act out the encounter phase by paying attention to the encounter, by paying attention to what's happening, and by the uh, understanding the purpose of the encounter for yourself and others. The next phase is identified behavior. And this is the I in the EIC, where we are stimulated by something positive or negative that lends us to a reaction or action toward ourselves or others. You see, we deal with all kinds of people, some challenging, some not, and some we are still determining how, how they will be. But regardless, we can learn to accept the inconvenient, the incohesive in, uh, in person or that bothersome per person or event in our life and not looking at them necessarily as a nuisance, but as a gift. Looking at the glass half full instead of half empty. Paul tells us in Galatians 6, 1 through 2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. At the heart of Paul's instruction in this scripture, it is the hope that the people of God who love God, <laughs> excuse me, will demonstrate loving kindness as they seek to restore wholeness in their lives and that of their brothers and sisters. So an action in the identified phase the I of the EIC method is, do you know the personality style or motivation behind the behavior that someone's giving you or how you might respond knowing that? Do you know your personality style or motivation? And are you prepared to pause and think intentionally about your response by listening, hearing, and acting on the voice of Christ to guide your response. Jesus asked questions. He wasn't defensive, and he knew when to ignore something. Psalm 50.15 tells us to call upon God in the day of trouble. He will deliver us, and we shall glorify him. When disasters come to us, the Lord our God is our only support. Only if we genuinely look up to the Lord and call on him can we have the chance to gain his protection and know his expectations and guidance as he wants us to act in this phase. And the last phase is course correct. That's the C in the ESE method. The course correct phase is when you decide if you should need to alter your flesh behavior into a spiritual one, 
no matter the behavior of the other person. A reaction is easy. And we need to remember this because it is a base behavior that operates without boundaries. So I'm going to say that again. A reaction is easy because it is a base behavior that operates within without boundaries. A hasty reaction happens at the moment and it many times leads to regret. The flesh reacts, but the spirit leads us to respond. When we course correct, correct, we are given a measured response which delays our interaction and processes our prayer of being spirit versus flesh filled. Proverbs 15.1 tells us, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. <clears throat> the action for us in the course correct phase is to remember to One, surrender to the word of God. The second thing is to act on the spirit to lead us in the right direction and not respond negatively. And the third thing is for us to model the behavior of Christ as an example to others. Proverbs 25, 15 says, By long forbearance and calmness of spirit, a judge or ruler is persuaded. And soft speech breaks down the most bone-like resistance. I encourage you that as you go out and apply the ESE method, or as you go out and have these encounters, remember that Jesus modeled a loving response instead of an angry action, as shown to us in John 7, 2024 when he was accused of being demon-possessed. And it's shown to us in many places in the Bible. The EIC method is a tool to model the behavior of Christ and approach every encounter in a spirit-led response that will bear spiritual fruit. Being Christ-like requires us to live his word and to make tools like this a ritual in our lives. So it becomes automatic. I look forward to sharing this summer series with you because I think it's going to be powerful and that guests will be able to share and explore the application of knowledge, the application of Christ and his method and how it can become more intentional in our lives and how it can change and be transformational. Thank you for joining me with this uh, introduction to Emotional Intelligence and Christ Method, and I'll see you on the upcoming podcast.